Ludwig von Mises Institute presents quotes from Austin Peterson, read by Jeff Riggenbach. I believe in constitutionalism, not this constitution as it lies, but the idea of one in general. I bet I could come up with a better one than this one we have now. My arrogance comes from a deep-seated quality known as badassery. Economic sanctions aren't an act of war. They're actually one of the most peaceful ways to punish a belligerent nation, such as Russia, for their actual act of war. I don't take crap from losers like you. You tubby piece of shit. You couldn't even approach one quarter of the pyramid of pussy that I swim in on a regular basis. It's because I have class, motherfucker. Low testosterone, as evidenced by his spindly frame. That's where the whole participate or be ruled comes in. Due to my superior philosophy, I decide to fight you and I win. Then I gather my top men, write a constitution, sign it, send it out to the states to be ratified by the delegation, and boom, problem solved. If I wanted your opinion, I would ask for it. Otherwise, cram it. Give me anarchy, and I will give you death. This has been the Ludwig von Mises Institute series on audio quotations. To learn more, you can visit thelulbirds.com or mises.org. Brought to you by Bipcot and Fiend Phone. Uh, I got James Babb and... Oh, music by 3Chain Links. And, uh... Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm a professional. And I got MK Lords and James Babb. With, with, we, got a, we got a three-way going. Uh, that's wrong. That's... Uh, that sounds wrong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been on here. But it's gonna get it's gonna get real in here because even though, even though it's like totally not sexual, we're gonna talk about some guy who got naked. On a th- <laughs> anyway, so who wants to introduce Praise James him. James Weeks the whole thing? Okay, well, I, you know, and oh, and this is a little. I guess you know we're a little late getting to this, but it is sort of a timeless issue. So I feel like we could be talking about this for the next century because this is we we've seen what I consider to be sort of a key moment in history. Uh, And we can say where we were when this new category of meme was created, featuring a large naked libertarian man with a beard. Okay. And basically will now represent the visual image of libertarianism for time immortal. Um, So that's a very important turning point. And, uh, this guy, Jim Weeks, I, I don't know him personally. I'd, I'd like to meet him, but he went to the Libertarian Party convention in Orlando and while on C-SPAN decided to use the opportunity for a creative, e- expressive dance, I guess you would so say. Is that what you would call it, Megan? Inter- interpretive dancing. Yeah. He, interpretive. And because of this, he's, he's become my personal lord and savior. We were already friends on Facebook before, and I didn't okay. realize that. I thought maybe he was a myth. I'd only heard the rumors. I'd never seen – I've never met him in person. And okay. 
So, but it but could it's be great. legend. This is the stuff that legends legend. are made. I don't know if he of. actually so, yeah. exists. I you know I haven't met him yet, so I'm withholding judgment. But he he kind of encapsulated everything about what I think libertarians would want others to believe about them, that everyone should be able to get up on a stage naked and get down, whether you're a woman, whether you're transgendered, whether you're black, white, like whatever, like everyone should be able to dance body positive. This is body positive, positive, very body positive. I'm sorry. I thought this was libertarianism. (laughs) White male. He's a white male. I know, right? He can't help it. He can't help it. But he did his best. <laughs> he did his darndest dancing. And I don't want to be part of a revolution if I can't dance. So. Well, now, was this before or after um, Gary Johnson was nominated? And was that? Was I this think it was afterwards. Or a- it was afterwards. Okay. He already gave his, his uh, everybody gave their, 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 their I lost speech. Uh, and he gave his I won speech, and then they were doing. The libertarians had already conceded, right? <laughs> we and, all know who the real winner was. And then, James and then they, and they were basically kind of doing kind of internal politics stuff, like, oh, okay, who's going to be the chair? Um, so he was running for the chairman of the national convention or the national party chair, whatever it's called. And uh, he was running under the the radical caucus, which is the good caucus, right? Um, and instead of giving a speech, he decided to strip down to his thong and start dancing. And um, everybody something was... I've always wanted to do while uh, giving a speech, by the way. Yeah, and I, I had I, we were talking about this on the fiends, and I was I, I I introduced it as saying like there was a, a thing that happened at the the Libertarian Party, and it was absolutely embarrassing. The guy made a complete. You know, full of himself, and and everybody just sat there in horror as horror as as he just made a mockery of the whole thing. And I can't believe they would let Austin Peterson debate. <laughs> <laughs> I was making all this all the jokes, the same jokes about Gary Johnson, though. Oh. You know, be like everybody mm-hmm. thinks that that this guy that he embarrassed the LP should be reprimanded, but I think being the nominee is punishment itself. Yeah. So <laughs> yes. Oh man. But he's he seems to be doing all right lately. I mean, he has the charisma of a zucchini, but Gary Johnson <laughs> seems like he's doing all right. Did you guys see that that full frontal clip? Yes. Samantha no, B? no. Oh okay, my good. god! You oh, you, yeah. you, you should seen watch it recent. I just saw it. Oh yeah, it's wrong. He's so he I, I, I just find him Babb, so, okay? so cringeworthy. I avoid anything that's a video. So it's a little I, cringy. Yeah, but, but it, it's it's kind of libertarians on TV are always going to be a little cringy. So no, sometimes they, they rock, you know, like Ron Paul or you know, plenty of actually you're always great smooth. on TV. Yeah, you you're you're one of them. You're always just super smooth. So we got tons of we got t- there are tons way better than me. I mean, we've got um, you know, look at uh, so, you know, some people that are that really waiting do for well, names. like waiting for names. <laughs> who does really well in the media? Um, <laughs> Lots of people. Uh, uh, let me think hmm, about this. You know, I like Jacob gosh. Hornberger. You guys know Jacob Hornberger? No. Future Freedom Foundation. He's kind of an old old school guy, old school libertarian. Frequently called into media for interviews. Maybe not as much as Gary Johnson is these days. But, you know, at least you knew he was going to be there. You knew he was going to present well. You knew he was going to give a libertarian answer. You knew he was going to... You know, not leave you going, but you should have said this, but oh. <laughs> so, 
so. I I like Angela Keaton actually. Some of oh, the yeah. stuff that she's been on with RT and um, you know, other other media outlets, she always does a really good job. I I think I think I, I think of, out of all of them, I think Michael Malice is the one I enjoy the most. Every time oh, I see him Michael on TV, Malice. a lot of the time yes. because he's wearing like one of Dobby's pins <laughs> on yes. national television. Oh, okay. And and well, then I think I just saw there was something. Wasn't he? Was he connected in the Triggly Puff one, or is that somebody else? No, that was um, Steven Crowder. No. Yeah, that was Steven Crowder. Yeah, it, but he's Michael he, Malice would a be a frequent Steven critic Crowder. of the social war, social justice warrior types, right? No, no not really. Uh, he, not no. He wrote um he wrote that book about North Korea, Dear Reader. That's a satire. Oh, okay. It's it's the unauthorized. He basically invented a genre: the unauthorized autobiography. And, it's and a brilliant so book, in the, the book, it's a it's a hilarious book. Well, it's really darkly hilarious if you like that stuff. I loved it. But it's basically a book told through the perspective of Kim Jong-il, you know, about his life. So it's like pure propaganda. And he actually just worked on another book with D.L. Hewley called Black Man, White House. I saw him <laughs> posting about that today. So I got to get that one. He's just, oh, God, he's so sharp. I think I've I've heard him on the Tom Woods podcast. That's probably where I know yeah, him. Yeah, he, he's yes, on there frequently. Yeah, yeah. He's actually one of the guests with uh, with better audio. Uh, there was just an episode mm-hmm. that came out today about Venezuela. I wanted really wanted to hear, and then it was it just sounded terrible. I was like, <laughs> I can't listen to this. Michael Sometimes Dean has really ruined bad. it. Yeah, Michael Dean but, has ruined um, my podcast listening experience because any time now I, I could listen to Blog Talk Radio fine. Now now I'm just like. Argh. It's moderately good. I can't listen to this. (laughs) You know, it's it is tough. I mean, when you do a show like Tom's, you've got these incredible guests coming in from anywhere in the world. You don't have the necessary the the luxury to say, yeah, I'd love to have you on my show, but oh oh oh, that's your microphone. Sorry, you know. So, but he he needs that kind of a standard in there. But I think it's really it's just kind of a hard sort of a hard position to be in where you. You don't have an audio studio to offer your your guests. Yeah, but the, the, I think there should be like some sort of limit. Like if you're calling in on a, tel- a cell phone uh, on a cell phone and just got a quick question, I could see that. Uh, like like free talk live, you know, if someone calls in, says something for like two minutes. I could I can deal with that. But someone's gonna sit there and talk to yeah. you for an hour, and they're doing it over the the telephone. That sounds terrible. Um, yeah, I well, I had bought a mic, uh, not a microphone. I, I had bought a. Um, a webcam and the onboard mic on that thing actually sounds it's not great it's not as good as this but it's it's manageable like if i were to i could listen to someone talk through it for an hour it's not it's, that's not a big deal i mean i would be like eh, it could be better but you know why it's not that much it was only 70 bucks you know and it's a webcam yeah oh yeah, you know, i yeah, know who i, I was thinking I, you know i was drawing a blank when i couldn't think of like some of my favorite like tv libertarians and i would include glenn greenwald even though oh, he's yeah. You know, the things he talks about are extremely libertarian, and he's so devastating. <laughs> so I, I, I'm sure he's probably has liberal politics or whatever, but I don't care. The dude destroys, yeah. destroys hostile interviewers. He just completely eats them for lunch. Um, yes. So, yeah, definitely a master to look to. Uh, Barry Cooper was, was kind of good, but then he started growing these weird dreadlocks and moved to to, to Mexico and just started doing <laughs> all kinds of drugs or whatever. And now he's just kind of a weirdo. But yeah, he, yeah, he, he, used, he used to get on there and, like, he'll talk about the drug war. 
you know, he's a form, and he's a he was like one of the leading top drug cops in in Texas, and he'll come on there and debate the you know the current top dog in Texas and just destroy him. And now he's just like, "Hi everybody, I'm just sitting here smoking weed on my YouTube channel. Please donate." And it's yeah. like, oh, I can't deal with this anymore. Please donate. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, Carlos and I wanted to have him on our other podcast, Libertarian Atheist, and he'd been going back and forth with Barry, and I, I think he's still interested in being a guest uh but yeah kind of hard to track down now a little yeah. bit so uh but yeah yeah but about weeks man he really saved the party but he had been doing this bad audio tour because i guess he only has a cell phone he's a poor guy i can understand that um okay. and, you know he's been asking for donations he barely has any clothes and, he, and yeah and he's asking for donations not <laughs> he so he can stop it yeah so he can buy like nutraceutical stacks you know so he can sound like, like he's like on Jesus. crack uh only does a podcast so like <laughs> I mean, you know, he's he's legitimately poor, um, but he he, he is uh, from Michigan. Yeah, so but I don't he know was if that explaining. He was explaining why he why we he was still involved in the LP even despite all the problems with the LP, and he kind of had a really interesting uh, talk about you know what the LP really was supposed to be, and it was never supposed to be hey let's get elected and be taken seriously on a political arena and be a major party. It was never about that. It was basically kind of using the political system as like a propaganda tool, and to get people talking about the ideas and getting them you know aware of of you know oh here's this sure. other candidate. Well, let's hear what they have to say. Oh, that sounds interesting. Let me learn more. That was the point of it. And if they get some people elected, cool. That was the whole the point of it. And, you know, he, he said that people decide like, ooh, that's my ticket to power. Exactly. Like, when did that happen? And what kind of pathetic person looks at the Libertarian Party and goes, I'm going to rule and there's my ticket? I know, know, right? You don't quite have a successful track record of getting elected. So I think that might have started, may have started with uh, Michael Badnark because Michael Badnark was one of their candidates that they ran. Maybe, maybe, maybe went back to um, Harry Brown. But he was one of those candidates that got that got nominated who actually like was eloquent and sounded like he knew what he was talking about. He turned out to be a, a, a lunatic, but uh, <laughs> conspiracy theorist lunatic later. Right. But um, which it, one, Harry Brown or Michael Badnark? Uh, Michael Badnark. Yeah, Harry Brown. I okay. don't think was into that stuff. But um, and then like people were saying, well, you know, maybe maybe this guy actually has a chance, you know, of actually getting in the debates, you know, and maybe oh. we should be taken seriously. Oh. And then they started electing people like Bob Barr and Gary Johnson. <laughs> you know what that's like? It's like reading science fiction and going, maybe we really could travel faster than light. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to start planning my space habitat in Alpha Centauri. You know, like, come on, guys. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but mostly the LP was supposed to be like it's supposed to do that, and then also kind of build a bridge between minarchists and anarchists. That was the point of the party, not to get people elected and to be taken seriously as a party. And I was kind of like, that's really interesting. And so I joined my LP, and which basically we went down there today to see what it was, and it's just it's this very small office. It's like it's it's a very very small office in, in a they complex. They have an office. Yeah. An wow. office, but it's not even their office. It's it's someone else. Libertarian it's, Party of Pennsylvania has a one of these like computerized eight hundred numbers that generates a voicemail <laughs> message that no one ever responds to. So, <laughs> and it's basically a guy who already had a business who just kind of let one of his other offices be the LP room, and it was closed on the on the day and time it was supposed to be open. It was closed, and they were like, "Oh no, oh. it's not going to be open until Wednesday." Slackers. What? 
Like, this is uh, my party right here. <laughs> to be fair, I don't even think Gary Johnson is taking this thing seriously. If you watch that interview on Samantha B, I mean, like, it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's, it is interesting, but it just comes across as kind of sad. I don't know. I, it was just kind of like, it doesn't, it's just not, not very serious. I guess, which, well, yeah, I mean, is kind of the first point. Of all, with, kudos with the for LP going thing. on a show with Samantha B, because you know Samantha B is going to make you <laughs> the butt of the joke. And he Dude, was all for she it. He did a good job. He was, he was a very good sport right. about it. Yeah. You, yeah, you really have to be a good sport. And, um, you, know, at, you know, Bob Barr was a good sport. You know, like he let me take that picture of him with like <laughs> rabbit ears behind his head. Like he didn't care. You know, that picture is gold. <laughs> that care. picture is so gold. <laughs> but I, I thought but, the best um, part about yeah. it was at the very end because it's a two-part series they're going to do the next part next week and then okay but they finished it off with saying like and it, it was gary johnson saying like if you go there you'll meet some of the very smartest most eloquent oh, well-spoken people you have ever met in your life and then you will also meet the most insane batshit crazy people you've ever met in your life <laughs> They were showing Bourbon so Supreme. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the guys, totally nailed it. Yeah. But they didn't show Weeks and they didn't show the guy with the trench coat, the clear trench coat. That's too bad. Yeah. Well, they're, they, the I'm sure coat? they're going to show Weeks. Why, sure yeah. Why, why would they, you know, why would they show the That's ace the in the hole, part. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, you know, there, without Weeks, there would be, spoilers. there would probably be no Samantha B interview. Right. Okay. Like, I, I, I'm, let's just, I'm right? going to just go out on a limb. I haven't seen the first part. I'm going to guess he's heavily featured in the second part, and that was the whole reason the producer started talking this the skit up. Right, I guarantee. Oh, that. totally. Right. Yeah. So, um, if if what I'm saying is true, and I of course I'm just speculating, of course, um, then I think Gary Johnson should call Jim Weeks and and thank him. Yeah, I think they should. Yeah, or maybe maybe start planning media events together, right? <laughs> because. It, Gary really needs someone to sort of just like, you know, boost his boost the fun level. Right. Like nobody's oh, going like, real. oh, yeah, Gary Johnson. Yeah. Raise the roof. Yeah. Party. <laughs> like, no, no, it's not happening. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of an interesting election year because it's so freewheeling and crazy and kind of scary and weird. And I think it's really setting the tone for future elections. I, I think it's wonderful. And I think we're going to see candidates stop pretending that they they're these people that they obviously aren't. Um, you know, I've had friends who've run for office and, you know, more radical people that I've known run for office. And when they get, you know, when they're campaigning and doing all that, they're, you know, buttoned up, they're, they're a little more subdued. They're like, oh, I have to put on this kind of front to appeal to the Republicans or yeah. the straight-laced libertarians or the no. dem boring Democrats or whatever. No, no dude, boy. like that's changing. And I think it's wonderful yeah, because it, we're going to see some really interesting people like I've always thought about running for office as a joke, and now it's like I could run a joke campaign and actually get elected. Now this is great. This well, should get wait a totally now you're and weird. No, 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 no I don't want to get elected. elected. No, I don't want to get elected. But I'm saying like it's. I just love the the absurdism of it. I think well, it's just going to get weirder I'm, and weirder. I'm running for office this year. Did you know that? Oh, nice. I, I'm running for if office. I'm put. If I'm put, if, if, assuming the Libertarian Party of Pennsylvania gets ballot access, I am the candidate for Pennsylvania treasurer. Oh, nice. All yeah. right. And um, I put occupation, you have to list your occupation. I put abolitionist. 
I'm like, <laughs> and yes, and my my platform is basically to just uh, on the first day. Um, if you make the mistake of electing me, I will change all the passwords and close all the accounts. <laughs> change all the passwords. Re- mail will be returned to sender. Uh, property will be returned to its rightful owner, if possible, and we'll just leave it at that. I think I think it'll probably be the better option would be like we're just going to print monopoly money. That's what we're going to do. We're just going to we're going to run the presses twenty four seven with actual monopoly money, and then just give it new, out. New yeah. Pennsylvania <laughs> yeah. money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. New, <laughs> new Pencil- Pennsylvania bucks. Yeah, yeah. totally <laughs> worthless. Worth nothing. It'll say on there, worth nothing. Not even the papers. For- <laughs> I'm actually going to be running for mayor in 2019, so I have plenty of time to plan this out. Mayor of Vegas. Mayor of Vegas. And I'm actually going to run nice. under my fake fake internet name, <laughs> Jim Jesus. Oh God, yes. So and then you know I'm just. It's, I'm pretty it's, sure that's the only reason Charlie Crist got elected to anything in Florida. By the way, Crist. Well, yes. Well, you're going to see signs all over Vegas saying Jesus yes. <laughs> for a better nice. Ti tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> who, who wouldn't vote for Jesus? Seriously, like like he's trying to come back, guys. Look, he's on the ballot and everything. Yep, he's you know, back. Jesus making a comeback. <laughs> we're gonna make we're gonna make uh, Treasure Island great again because you know let, they, they took out all the great stuff. They took out all the pirate stuff, and they 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 stopped the pirate show in the very beginning. We're gonna bring it back, and then we're also gonna make the wenches actual prostitutes because we're gonna we're gonna bring back prostitution. We're gonna bring back prostitution in Collett County, and we're gonna turn Ti into into a brothel. We're gonna force them to be a brothel because <laughs> they forced us to deal with this whole force under- who Ti because they are responsible. What's Ti? Treasure Island. We're, we're oh, talking about Treasure is. Island. Okay, so Treasure Island. No. They call it Ti. And the MGM group Ooh, and all these a, other groups, there's lingo. Yeah, <laughs> they had all they had all all these companies get together and say, "Hey, we should make sure that these uh, that that our county should not have legal prostitution because we want to make this kid friendly." And that worked out well, right? No. And so, so now Wait, now that we have our fifth, very different people. Yeah, right, but okay, but, never mind. But they, <laughs> but because of that, we just had like what our five uh, hundredth prostitute that had just contracted hiv uh listed that we know of um and so now that that's happened it's like okay so now now that you've made this the whole situation worse you're paying for it (laughs) and and we're gonna pay for it by having the first brothel damn it (laughs) we're gonna make the godlessness out of vegas yes we're gonna yeah for for better ti tomorrow Jim Jesus. I think you could have a lot of fun with it. Um, now, but what about the mob? Are they on your? On you? Are you? Do you know which? Oh, mob the mobs are gone. You need man. for this or no? The mobs that? in Vegas, man, they're all gone. It's all corporations now. It's all corporations. I think the last <laughs> mob. Uh, they're all one. in, in the nursing home listening to Frank Sinatra records. Right. Like it, it's <laughs> it's <a> retirement <laughs> communities. So I'm told there's like one that still owns like the the one that owns the uh, the Orleans, which I'm sure you'd never heard of, right? So. Yeah, I think they're, they're the only ones that I've heard of that still run anything. What about town, Atlantic City? I don't though. even know if Are that's they true. Still, they still run Atlantic City at least? I couldn't speak about Atlantic City. All I know is that New York and Atlantic City are terrible and never go there. And then we're going to start a war. <laughs> when I become mayor, we're going to start a war with New York. <laughs> oh, I'm, New I York. thought maybe you would like attack like Pahrump or something at some other like – no. Some other nearby town, or no, they're allies. Clearly. Carson City's had it coming for all these years. <laughs> no, I know. Prim, I know. Prim's been giving us trouble, but you know, we'll, we'll keep an eye on them. Yeah, it's that roller. Well, I hope you have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, you know, I've 
I think in Pennsylvania, I could interject completely fictitious candidates into the system. Okay. Just and and I was wondering if this would be worth the effort because you could send everything in by a paper by mail, and they they recently changed the requirements so like you don't need to have documents this, as many documents notarized. So hmm. really, it's just a paperwork thing. If anybody, I'm not saying people should because there's probably some kind of law, but it'd be pretty easy to just fill out the paperwork and just start feeding candidates the most ridiculous, <laughs> insane. Like complete, like super villains, uh, just any, anybody you could possibly think but of. They, they kind of already the did that, and and now he got the nomination for the Republican Party, and he's talking about how a Me- Mexican yeah. can't be a judge in his case. He's Mexican, okay? Bro, Try to build a wall. Okay? Building a wall, right? Dude, he's I'm Mexican. three exits away from Tijuana, and yeah, I mean, I could totally see why people in this area are infuriated by this guy i mean there's been riots i actually um a couple friends were in town so i missed the riots down in the gas lamp district because i wanted to be there i was like man i want to like you know check out what this thing is all about and i mean they shut everything down the the riot cops came out it was crazy i don't know if you guys saw any of the footage but it got crazy yeah yeah this guy's coming in saying he wants to prevent people from seeing their families and steal their money you know, from their families to prevent that, to like build this ridiculous wall that already exists, by the way. There's yeah. already a wall. <laughs> what are you going to do? Like build build another one, make it taller? It's yeah. all really Most freaky. of where you can build a wall, there is a wall. Where there isn't walls, it's usually because you can't build a wall. I mean, there's some ex- there's some exceptions, but like- Like a we, Rio Grande or something. You, yeah, you way. can't build a wall along the along a river. You can't do it. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It violates all kinds of treaties and it causes like water flow issues. It's like you, you just don't do that. <laughs> Regardless I'm of astounded the by the people- that, that support this kind of stuff. My own mother-in-law, we're having a pleasant time and, you know, we're talking about stuff oh and something comes up. I forget what it was. Um, oh, we're talking about like Nazi Germany or something and about, I don't know, people hiding Jews. And, and they said, well, you know, she said a lot of people didn't really know what was going on back then in Nazi Germany. I said, oh, they knew and they cheered just like they're cheering right now. What? What do you mean? You know, the roundups. They're demanding that, that millions of people be rounded up. This is, you know, mm-hmm. oh, no, but this is t- this is totally different. I'm like, well, you know, I don't know. It's because they're Mexicans. They're not Jews, right? It's, it's because they're not right. Jews. Right. Says, well, you right. know, and then she explained to me that uh, the big threat coming across the Mexican border is Sharia law. And I'm like, oh, my Wait, God. Wait, what? The, oh, oh, like, that's like combining the, everything right oh. there. Wow. Right. I'm like, oh my God. Like, my, I'm like, really? I'm like, I knew. Has she ever like, met a Mexican like, person? Darn Mexicans like, and their Sharia law. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Like, really? That sounds like a meme that would be fucking made. Okay. Right. He's Mexican, okay? I'm trying to build a wall, okay? He, he's Sharia law, okay? Frankly? Frankly? And then, and then, <laughs> but that, get this. Then she says, but, you know, well, you know, they're, they're coming here and they're getting all these welfare benefits and stuff like that. <laughs> okay. And I was like, wait a minute. You retired after a career working for the state of New Jersey, and you're still <laughs> extracting money from those taxpayers right now with your pension. And you're seriously going to tell me we need a wall to keep people from Mexico from 
<laughs> you know, keep Working a wall it. from you to get picking up them checks, buddy. I'm like, yeah, for real. You know? I like I living down here. Um, I I really I feel way more safe than a lot of the places I lived in back in Pensacola that were the white neighborhoods. They were it was poor white. Uh, I mean, I lived next to a meth head in Pensacola. Crazy meth heads, like it was. Well, that's terrifying. not uncommon in, in right down there, is it? Or is that? Uh, it depends just on where the circles you're at. you hang in. If you're no, no, it all depends on where you are. If you're on on the west side, it it gets a little, a little sketchy. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I live down here. Like most of my neighbors are Mexican people. They're awesome, really nice, uh, really helpful. I mean, I left my keys, um, in the little mailbox. Um, do they rape, do they rape the time. keys? I heard they're raping. <laughs> they they tried the to rape the keys. But the, did you? Do you? Did you get they, a tamale guy? Do you this, have a tamale this... guy? Because I mean, when I was in Riverside, you couldn't live anywhere without a guy who knocked on your door and say, "Hey, man, you want tamales?" And then they would oh, like, no, come they, over. Oh, I love tamale guys. They they don't come to the door, but there's so much good food down here. Oh, yeah. oh my god, I. I literally I could eat tacos almost every day, and I do street tacos. I mean, best oh. like homemade tortillas. I mean, it's wonderful. Like oh, I want great. more of this cult. I want more people to experience this awesome culture that they've brought. I mean, it's it's great. Like uh, the idea that uh, it's it's so frustrating, and it just comes from all these scared people, mostly in the South, who've never even interacted with people outside of. But no, they like the, no people here in tribe. Pennsylvania. Okay, they have ne- like they've if they if they've ever encountered a Mexican, it's probably like the one that like drives their car at the car wash or or shows up with the landscaping crew, you know, and they're just like I don't know what it is this like sort of Fox News bigotry that's just. You know, it just seems to permeate somehow. Like, just I'm like, I thought, like, I thought my mother-in-law was smart enough. Like, really, seriously, yeah. Sharia law? Company, like, really? <laughs> From the Mexicans. I'm like, I said, well, what? I said, well, let's compare the threat between between Sharia law and and your local school board. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which which one is actually plundering you right now? Okay, like. Yeah, you know, like, and she's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not, she doesn't change. <laughs> well, because she goes back and she listens to hours and hours of the, you know, blood pressure heightening Fox News crazy talk, just riling her up. I mean, my dad's kind of in the same boat. I mean, he just, I'll, I'll talk to him sometimes. And he's gotten really into the Alex Jones stuff, too, which is, oh, what, what is almost even worse. Have you noticed? Like, I'm so scared for his health. You know, I'm like, this is really gonna, like, this is bad for you to be this angry at right. something that is literally not a problem. Well, plus, he starts buying fictional. the colloidal, the colloidal uh, uranium enemas and stuff that they advertise on oh, the show. Yeah. Yeah. We, we can actually make fun of. We can actually make fun of Alex Jones here. By the way, <laughs> I know. I, I just realized that. I... <laughs> it's like, it's probably the only that thing on that I've had to actually show. edit out of the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but. I've heard things, but yeah. So anyways, yeah, Alex Jones crazy. Yeah, Alex Jones crazy. And I, I've noticed that like a lot of the, the far right, uh, like people who listen to Glenn Beck and stuff like that, you know, you're just like mostly harmless, whatever. You're just going to listen to Fox News, whatever. You're just going to be ignorant. But um, now they're getting into the whole Alex Jones thing. Now Alex Jones is kind of like, that's good. starting to get popular like in that, that circle. 
Really? I don't I don't like it. Alex Jones is so No, I don't like Alex Jones. I like crazy. the fact that people are switching from Glenn Beck to Alex Jones. Okay. <laughs> is that better? I, I don't even like that. Like I, I actually watched some Glenn Beck stuff kind of recently and I was surprised by how kind of chill it was compared to Fox better. News and Alex Jones. Like he's getting actually better. Well, he, it just I, depends I don't know if you guys on whatever his... script somebody handed him today. You know? Well, he, he he seems like he's becoming a little more earnest and trying to understand libertarian stuff a bit better. And I didn't think – I mean I used to hate Glenn Beck. I really did. I was like he's totally phony. He's faking everything. But um, I know several people who have worked with him and been on his shows and he actually did a piece on Bitcoin. This was – probably like a year and a half ago or so. He had Jeffrey Tucker on and um, also Christophe Atlas and Elizabeth Ploche. Nice. And did a, it was a really, really good piece what was on it Bitcoin. He, what was it, it was positive. About, um, um, oh, he, when he was covering the ghost gunner, right? Didn't he say – what did he say about him? Like, oh, you might be the most dangerous person or – Yeah, yeah, he about? covered – yeah, he, yeah, I covered Cody Wilson and the Ghost Gunner, and I don't remember all the details of what he said, but it it wasn't like a hit piece like you would expect. We're um, not saying it was also kind of like, like it was. I kind of it was kind of borderline between like this is kind of cool, but you should probably be afraid because you know this government can't control this. You know, ooh, <laughs> right, I, I don't know. That right. was the impression I got. I just remember but, when he when he thought when he accused me of. Uh, uh, being a terrorist for possibly supporting a Ron Paul money bomb in 2008. You remember that when? Yeah, he yeah. Was like, yeah, he's like, oh, these guys are celebrating Guy Fox. Do you know what Guy Fox did? He <laughs> he tried to blow up the government. They're celebrating. You know, like. Yeah, well, it's weird how things change because I never thought in my life that I would be saying Glenn Beck is more tolerable. Like I I like Glenn Beck more than Alex Jones. Well, I just like assumed I, it's whatever script they hand him. Maybe he's developed personally. I shouldn't deny him that possibility. Yeah, he but, has. Yeah. I mean, he's still, you know, he's still very much a Republican, but he's he's leaning more towards libertarianism. Like, he's definitely chilled out. He lets his guests talk, I mean, which is great. He seems – and he asks pretty good questions, too. Cool. Um, not so. They're not super, super deep all the time, but he's kind of trying. Right, so for him. But, you yeah. know, Alex Jones, though, sometimes there's a topic that needs an over-the-top rant, okay? Like when you need – sometimes you need somebody to just scream and yell and let it all out. And if, if you need that, Alex Jones is, is a good one for that. So. Well, I mean his coverage on how the Jews are turning everyone gay with juice boxes is invaluable information, so. Is he really? Because I thought, I thought everybody was accusing him of being Israel Shell. I think that was the that was the whole other conspiracy side. Like, I can't keep like it all. The, the other together. the other side of the conspiracy coin is like, oh, Alex Jones show for Israel. Sure, it's not the it's those Mexicans because now he's now he's all about uh, uh Donald Trump. He's supporting Donald Trump. Uh, oh, he's loving. He's he's on the Trump train. Well, yeah. It's with the Trump train. Did you see uh, uh, Bernard von Nothaus has his Trump uh, <laughs> Liberty Dollar now? Did you see that? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Not buying it. It says vote Trump on it and for world peace or something. I'm like, it's okay. It's crazy. It's it's a bunch of crazy. It's on a coin, but <laughs> I, 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 I can't I blame him for wanting million. to capitalize on this. You know, everyone's doing Do this. Everyone's Get capitalizing it. on this. I think it's hilarious, and, too. 
you know, especially when you think about Trump, the you know, just the offhand statements Trump says about like, well, just we just print money. Who cares? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah we can yeah. go bankrupt. We just go bankrupt. No big deal. Yeah, we can't default. We because we print. Frankly, frankly, we print money. Okay, we print money. We can print all kinds of money. We can print the best money. I'll have the guys print the us money. beautiful money, the best money you ever see everywhere. They're gonna build so, such wonderful things. They're, they're gonna call me the money printing machine. Okay, that's what we'll they're gonna be, call we'll me. My daughter's face tired. on it. You'll be tired of all the money we're printing. You'll hey, be you know, tired of. <laughs> I would actually vote for Trump if he promised to put Ivanka on the twenty. I would. <laughs> I would consider it. Right. I would consider it. Um, but you know, you think he'd fulfill so that kind of you a want campaign to bang this promise? money? No, no, he'd flip flop on it. Let's say Ivanka. I think I met Ivana. Okay, my ex-wife. She's wonderful, brilliant, wonderful woman. We had some differences, but frankly, she should be on the dollar. <laughs> or, you know, or he could say, or or he might want to suggest that his daughter be put on there and and start yeah, listing her her positive attributes. Oh, she has plenty. To which she has plenty. Ivanka, Ivanka, Ivanka has plenty. <laughs> Now, now you're Googling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Everyone's Googling now. I have now. to see her now. I didn't watch The Apprentice. Yeah. Oh, my. Uh, yes. Put her on the dollar. <laughs> I want to see more. <laughs> not the 20. Some, not somebody's right. Like just anything to get to just generate a little more interest in the dollar. Right. Like hardly anybody's interested. A lot of these other countries I mean, are talking Harry about Tubman like switching, thing. switching to other currencies. This could be a way to be like, hey. I know you've been, you know, you're really tired of, you know, Franklin and <laughs> and George Washington and Lincoln and Hamilton and, you know, Jackson. So, yeah, we're going to start putting well, chicks on there. Right. And, you know, Harriet Tubman freed the slaves and all, but she's not really that hot. You know, yeah. she, needs well, a she, more she has an unconventional appeal. beauty. I would say that that's an unconventional hey, F beauty. your beauty standards. OK, she's a beautiful right. woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't believe that you would criticize her her appearance as yeah. as a fellow woman. Yeah, <laughs> unless of course she's a unless of course it turns out she's really a Republican. Then you know, of course, she's a horse face loser, like Carly. Fiorina. Well, she was actually a dude, and yeah. a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's like Ann Coulter's a dude. <laughs> it's okay. You it's know, okay to shame trannies, you know, so long as it's still on the right side. <laughs> Yeah, no, I oh, I do man. not call yeah. I do not make jokes about Ann Coulter's uh, chromosomes or lack thereof. I do not. <laughs> yeah, it's insensitive. It's yeah. we can. She says enough ridiculous things. You can criticize her based on that. Um, well, I just felt so. it would. It's disrespectful to uh, to uh, to transgendered people. You know, to make well, that it joke. Is. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it absolutely. They don't look that I, bad. Transgender people do not look that bad. <laughs> Well, some do, some don't, and and like I said, her original plumbing is none of my business. So there. Yeah, I will say that what what she did on what is it the View with uh, Raven? She how she shut her down because Raven was like, "You're so mean," and like, "Why you shouldn't be nice to someone?" All like, you know, you should be nice to people. Like that's what your mother says, you know. And she was like, "Didn't I you didn't you just say that you wouldn't hire someone if they were named Watermelon Rhea?" <laughs> and she was just like, oh, "Damn it!" <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was that was fun, but other than that, yeah. But she's an awesome troll. She's an awesome troll. Michael Malice is. is a tr- good tra- troll too. Um, now he's well, trolling. And I for think Trump. a lot of women, yeah, he is kind of trolling for Trump. Uh, but but I think a lot of women attack Anne because they kind of want to be her too. They wish they were that kind of brash and in your face about stuff. Now she's totally wrong about a lot of things, but I can admire her tenacity. You know, 
Yeah. She she knows exactly what she's doing. She sold a shit ton of books. I mean, she's totally playing the game. I mean, it, it works perfectly. I mean, I don't really like all the hatefulness around it, but she knows what she's doing. She's not some, you know, stupid she, She's a professional entertainer that knows yeah. how to how to move product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And move products. Right. Move products she does. She's a self-made woman. And there's someone else that I know of that kind of tries to do the same thing, but they're not selling anything. <laughs> and so there's no product to move. Just please donate. Mm. Hashtag please donate. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. So James Weeks is a hero to all. We just need to keep saying that. I think we should do like a thing like every two Crazy. weeks, everybody should like wear a man thong. Doesn't matter if you're a female or not. Just wear a man thong under your, <laughs> man under your clothes, and just just to keep it next to your. I guess you not know, or we could start using his image as like our profile pic to never forget. Yeah, you never, know, forget. Like never forget. Never forget. <laughs> you know, just 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 put it up for one day every two weeks because he is weeks the second, right? Every second. Well, you know, weeks. I was surprised. I was really yes. surprised yes. at all the that a, a lot of people criticized him, and I heard like the Michigan Libertarian Party's like trying to kick him out. And people want him, like, you know, censured. I'm like, what are you talking, you know? No, he made the LP um, great again. Like, if it wasn't for him, I yes. would have not have joined. I would not have well, joined to, the LP in, in, in Nevada. I would not have done to it. To the credit of the Pennsylvania Libertarians, he was a delegate. He was part of the Pennsylvania delegation. Oh, nice. And when the Michigan LP threatened to kick him out, he did receive an invitation and, and to let it be known that he will always be welcome with Pennsylvania Libertarians. So That's awesome. So if they don't want him, we're, you know what? Should. Yeah. Um, our, and our delegation, and I say our delegation, the Pennsylvania LPPA delegation, I didn't go, but um, they did have, uh, you know, pretty good number of votes for, for Daryl Perry compared to the other delegations of that size. But uh, they still too ma- way too many Gary Johnson people, and I'm like, give me their names, seriously. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be. I just want to know if I see when I see them at the next party or something to just go the other way, you yeah. know? Like, I, I really don't. <laughs> it, it bothers me that libertarians are so kind of cut off from the zeitgeist that's happening right now politically like this is the time to go full crazy this is not the time to put boring gary johnson up there he's going to talk about his rock climbing and crap like that it's boring it's really boring you know what be glad he's talking about rock climbing because the last thing you want him talking about is libertarianism (laughs) like thank god bob Barr usually talked about his mustache and and we were all glad you know, right. But, 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 but this about is the time his... to have someone like John McAfee or some, you know, crazy, not crazy, but some extreme personality. Like you've never had a better time in history for the LP to really get weird with it. And it's like they're so detached from what's go. Like, I don't know how they don't see it. Do they spend all of their time like I do arguing on Facebook? Well, well, think about this. Libertarians. Okay, the hardcore anarchist libertarians, like what we think of as like a real libertarian, they're a minority. There's just not a lot. You put it, get a room of a hundred random people. Yeah, maybe you've got four or five. Okay. Maybe you've got one or two that have actually thought it all through, right? And, and ten that are kind of just, yeah, I guess if you ask them, right? Yeah. Oh, they'll, so, they'll figure it out it's if like you like ask the them. They're doing the exact opposite of but what can they're win. So easy, they're so easily, there's the so many opposite. more, more believers in the state. That then when they say like, okay, well, you know what, we don't like the, you know, we don't, we're not getting access to the ring of power in this club. 
So they they fantasize about a different path to the ring of power. And basically the LP is like an empty net for them. They're like, wow, they don't even know politics. I could just come in here with 100 of my friends and, and suddenly I'm controlling the agenda. It's it's like that. At, <laughs> and, and, and it's ri- ridiculously easy at the state level. Anybody yeah. could walk, could basically just show up and take over a state party within months. Like you don't even have to hang around for a year. Somebody will hand you the keys in no time if it looks like you're willing to do work. That, that's, the, that's what I see. The, the meetup for the Libertarian Party, the meetup group, you can you can pick it up right now. All you have to do is join, pay the pay the due, uh, whatever it is a month, whatever, and then you could run basically the the meetup group for the Libertarian Party in Nevada, all of Nevada. The guy just stepped nice. down. He was like, "Yeah, I just I don't want to pay for it anymore." But you know, it's meetup, <laughs> and and I've had almost no success on me. <laughs> <laughs> at all uh with with my Hans Herman Hoppe thing everybody has has gone through it has found out through Facebook everybody everybody yeah. meetup is kind of meetup is like platform. 2008 yeah I, i'm yeah, going to cancel it it's very 2008 though yeah i'm going to be but yeah it i don't know so. it's just sad that that they seem to be so out of touch with reality but maybe like, i don't see that as a bad thing i see that as you know what the 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 really cool uh or the the more hardcore freedom lovers have so many other opportunities. Why why drag yourself down by that by their BS, right? Oh, like yeah. you could yeah, do anything totally. now. We no longer need political parties to have a have a platform. You don't need to run for office to be on TV. You yeah, don't right. need to you don't even need to be on TV. You've got YouTube, you've got your own channels. It's like mm-hmm. the the reasons to be involved with the LP are so much smaller now than they were 10 even even like 6 or 8 years ago. So, yes. you know People have moved on, and that's I think that's um, that's a positive thing. But so I'm still it, running but for it mayor. Leaves, <laughs> you're running for mayor. I'm yeah. still running for mayor. I'm still doing it. No, do it for fun. You can. You have the dankest memes. So yeah, I'm dank memes for all. Dank memes plus, for all. Plus, you, you could bring in Steve Miller, Miller for like like tactical meme support. You could be <laughs> right. You know, you could have like different tactic tactical meme wings that spring into action to handle different opponents or situations. He'll he'll be my North Las Vegas envoy. Like he'll <laughs> send him up there because he's so good in Kensington. But that's basically our Kensington. What do you, well, what do you know about your competition? Uh, nothing yet. I mean, this is so far ahead. Like I guess the, the her turn the the one that's mayor right now. She her term limit. This is her last term, and then her term limits. Okay, up. so it's wide open. Yeah. So this is an open, mm. open, yeah. So there's going to be no incumbents, unless like her daughter runs because she's the wife of the previous mayor, and the previous mayor was the guy who used to come around town with like two chicks under his arm and a martini, <laughs> like at every, at every, as it every should meeting. be, yeah, yeah. And he just couldn't run anymore because of term limits. So I mean, Vegas has a history of running to crazy people, and this is like the first time they've actually yeah. had a serious mayor. In a while, so <laughs> it's time to turn that to turn that around. Yeah, and it's only because she's the wife of the guy who was the the, the, the funny, you know, the joke candidate. So why not another joke candidate? And I'll take the paycheck. Whatever. They're all joke candidates. <laughs> right, the just, most of them aren't funny. Yeah, you know? I'll take so, right. You're gonna have to make right. me deal with this serious stuff all day. You're gonna be paying me, <laughs> paying me yeah, the big bucks, exactly. and I'll just veto everything that comes across the board. Like, what this has nothing to do with force? prostitution. This has nothing to do with prostitution, Vito. Could I, can I make a suggestion? <laughs> and listen, you don't want to get anything too radical because they'll say you're crazy. But maybe you could call for like a 5% that wouldn't be reduction. Wrong. Call for a 5% <laughs> reduction in, in hobo shootings. 
you know. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing extreme. You know, I'm not saying abolish all hobo executions, but let's let's start with the five percent reduction. You know, it just a, as as a common sense measure. Yeah. <laughs> as a common sense. <laughs> Achievable uh, goals. Yeah. Actionable Incrementalism, tactics. baby steps. You know, mm-hmm. nothing too nothing too libertarian. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you don't want too many homeless. I'm not going to dance naked on stage. I won't do that. I'll figure out something to do that's just as great. Especially, I, I want to hire by Jim then, Weeks I, to do Christmas parties now. I'm thinking I'll, like, I'll he, hi- could, he should. I should hire him if I get the nomination and or if I get, not the nomination. If I get elected, he's definitely going to be there at my at my uh, acceptance speech. Well, <laughs> could he? Like, have a, this a is my acceptance speech ca- right here. Yeah. I think you should give him a place in your cabinet as official choreographer of the administration. <laughs> yes. Every everyone needs an official choreographer. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah, but Great James stand. Weeks did it just because he thought the, the Libertarian Party was taking themselves so seriously. He forgot what the core of the Libertarian was Party was about. And so he brought he brought them down a peg or two. And it gave them well, a lot of press. Well, he, right? he lifted them up. He yeah. lifted them up and gave them a positive note to end the convention on. Yeah, where everyone must yeah. have been so depressed. Oh, it's Bill Weld. Uh, like, fine, like, people must have, like, I think people had left early. Everyone's like, ah. And then, and then finally, like just a reminder, like we're here to celebrate freedom, or and and boom, just you know, and you stuffy Republican people that think you're coming in here and you're going to show us what for, no, <laughs> right? And what's the deal with? I mean, seriously, always picking Republican running mates as libertarians. Like, well, why, why always picking the Republicans? I mean, why not? Hasn't Democrats? it been shown that they're. <laughs> Well, not I, I know, but seriously, like it's they're terrible. kind of the GOP is kind of the dying party. I mean, it, it kind of seems. I know Trump maybe seems like he's revitalized things, but it, ultimately, no. the thing has a shorter shelf life. No, he, he's killing uh, Jim. Jim, do you know about uh, Branson, Missouri? <laughs> not, not exactly. No. Well, it's sort of like a home for washed-up Vegas performers. Oh, really? Like, yeah, it's like a like a mini Vegas of this of of Missouri. And and all those acts that like can't work in Vegas anymore, a lot of them are working there. So it's actually so, like Missouri, misery, Missouri, misery. <laughs> they they went to the state of misery. We couldn't ha- they couldn't hack it in Vegas, so they went. <laughs> so they hacked it. In, so in misery. sad. Yeah. But that's how I feel about the LP for these Republicans now. They're like, okay, you couldn't really cut it in the GOP, <laughs> but you you're just you 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 you're hooked on playing politics, so. Here's some people that'll still parade you around like like your candidacy matters. Yeah, it, okay. D yeah. list Republicans. So now you have, a, but you have like all that these. That should be their tagline. You have all these liberalists. You have all these like <laughs> people who are trying to find something else now that they can't stand the Republican Party because Donald Trump's such a jerk. And then they go to the Libertarian Party. Like, this this could this could be my new home. And they get there and they have you know fat guys <laughs> running around you know in, in their thongs and they have you know a guy running around with a boot on his head. <laughs> oh, it's so great! This is and you know, and I'm all, I hope okay. it scared them all away because that's exactly what should happen. Yes, they're they're just yes. way too square. Yes, and, and that's why James. We don't need any more of them. We just don't. He he really is the new Jesus. I I'm just Jesus in name only. He actually is the libertarian <laughs> Jesus. He's a real he's a real James Jesus Weeks. Mm-hmm. He's a Jesus My James Weeks. Personal Lord Jesus and James. I think his majesty is sufficient. Yeah. I don't think we necessarily need to give him supernatural attributes. 
um, <laughs> because he is he is a mortal man, and, and but he is just he's surpassed those limits and and just risen to to such a level. Mm-hmm. He's almost supernatural, right? Almost, <laughs> he's nearly almost. perfect in every way. <laughs> Should just start creating these myths around him like every like you're saying have the profile picture every couple of weeks with also like a little anecdote just like a made-up story yeah, about sort of about like, him like feeding like, the homeless or something or yeah, sort of like um the kim jong the kim jong un the kim spirations uh memes <laughs> yeah <laughs> start a meme page of james weeks looks at things james weeks dances on things we have witnessed the the dawn of a whole new era of memes, and and, and the the repercussions are going to go so far beyond one little libertarian meeting, at, you know, in one year. This is going to reverberate through time and space. Yes, as it should. Yeah. Forever and ever, Amen. Amen. Was there anything else that was going on in the news? Did we did we miss anything? Oh, did we talk about Trump and how they kept trying to get him to to to, to backpedal on what he was saying? Like with the whole Mexican judge, he's a Mexican, okay? Like, yeah, I haven't really followed that beyond the I headlines I see and try to avoid. Okay, so I, so basically, Trump University was like the Scientology for Trump. Like it was, it was right, his it's a big Scientology, scam, et cetera. It was a big scam. It costed a bunch of money. You didn't get anything from it. They get you to write these reports afterwards. You know, kind of like Scientology gets you to write your wins after everything. And so that if you know, when you actually figure out, oh, okay, it's just a giant scam. I'm going to blow the whistle. They could be like, well, look at all these reviews. Look at all this thing. We have your personal information. They're going to insult you publicly and bash you. I mean, like every single thing that I hear about this. Trial has it's been set up from the get go. Yeah, They're it was waiting sounded... for you to eventually find out it's a scam, and yeah. they've they've uh, they've they've tricked you into uh, being a victim. Yeah, it's like it's Scientology if it didn't pretend to be a religion, uh, and it, it's, it's totally that, and it just pretended to be a real estate thing. And so, so definitely they... shady, but um, definitely fraudulent. I mean, definitely fraudulent. Yeah, there's okay. no like, and every, and they released all the documents, and it just seems like wow, this is just absolutely terrible. Like, what was he thinking if he thought this was legitimate? And is there anything he does, it isn't like a little fraudulent yeah. or like a little well, kind of like eh, it may not be illegal, but it's kind of sketchy. New York real estate. New York real estate. Yeah, that's how. That's, that's just how the whole market New York is. Real estate. If you're not in bed uh, with well, the government or committing somebody fraud, said he's been like sued 3,500 times. Is oh, that yeah. could that be? Is that is that just a Huffington Post headline or is that real? I think that's probably true of just almost any firm in New York that's that large. You're going to get sued like crazy. Everything everything's tied up in lawsuits almost, especially in real estate. Uh, it's just it's just like people competing to for laws lawsuits against lawsuits to try to get the money before somebody else gets the money. Yeah, but it looks like this particular yeah. lawsuit is pretty damning, and there's a, a federal uh, trial on this now, and the federal judge for for the case, um, who's he was born in Indiana, his parents were f- from Mexico, they were Mexican immigrants, and you know, so he you know he's 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 American, uh, he just happens to be. You know, has some have some Mexican blood in him, and he 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 you know he's pursuing the trial, and Donald Trump thinks that one of the disqualifications for him is that he actually is he's he was he's Mexican he's he's ethnically Mexican as a reason for right. it because I'm, I'm trying to build a wall okay he's Mexican 
And he's proud of his Mexican heritage. It's fine. I'm proud of what I come from. But frankly, frankly, he should be disbarred. Uh, <laughs> you know, and um, right, right. And there were he, well, it's just funny how how those things work. It's like, oh, this is a conflict of interest, dogs. It's but, not. Um, um, you know, like it's not. There was white judges, you know, and black judges, or I don't know if there were black judges, but there were definitely white judges presiding over cases regarding civil rights issues, and that wasn't an how, issue. Yeah, like I was just about to say, how many people have been, how many black people have been wrongfully thrown in jail because of all judge. white juries? Yeah, and, or, well, uh, how many, how or, many, or how many black judges? Have but no one cares, seems to care about that. Yeah, how many white people have white people have presided over a case about like a, a black shooting with a cop, or even a black cop, you know, and, you know, and no matter what the outcome is, like, no one ever goes, oh, he's black, okay, he's black, he shouldn't be on the case, okay, he's black, and now yeah. he's also said that Muslims shouldn't be on the case with him either, uh, <laughs> because oh man, I hope the judge is a Mexican Muslim. <laughs> that, that would just great. make it so much the, better. One of those ones that's coming in, sneaking in to bring Sharia law <laughs> to my mother-in-law's house. Yeah, yeah. And I guess there's like directly group... into your mother-in-law's house. Actually, yeah, directly. She's first on the list. <laughs> and there's like a, a group called La Raza <laughs> and then or something some like that. Delicious tamales for you. There's a group called like the La Raza, and it's it's some some like lawyer group. It's just basically kind of like a fraternal organization, you know. Oh, the Women's League of 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 judges or whatever, and they have you know the Hispanic ones, and he's part of that. But there's another group called La Raza that's like extreme, like crazy. They want to just open up the border and all this other stuff, you know, stuff that I'd like. But, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I know I'm but they're, with that. they're conflating the two. And, you know, he's like, he's part of this group. And they're like, actually, he's not. He's part of another one that just happened to have the same name. They're, they're not like that. They don't, they're not open right, border. They don't right. have any kind of political axe to grind. He's like, but he's Mexican. But look, if okay? Sharia lies, the- <laughs> hold on, hold on, Jake, hold on. He's Mexican, okay? We're building a wall. I'm building a wall. We, he, we can't be, he, he can't be on the case. Frankly, it's just it's a disgrace. <laughs> you know? was, Look, if Sharia they, lost it was the funny price, watching Jake Tapper. It was funny for watching nationwide tacos. I'll take it. Yeah, he was trying to get Jake Tapper to like Jake Tapper was trying to like get him to be like, dude, come on, like you 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 fucking you flip flopped on everything. This is the one thing that everyone wants you to flip flop on now. Just do it. And he's like, no, he's Mexican, frankly. And he was like trying – he tried like 52 times to get him to like, <laughs> to get him to backpedal. He would not do it. No, he's Mexican. Well, maybe later he'll take some advice from himself because he listens to himself and he said some really smart things. So yeah. that could trigger well, He's got a the new... best people working on his yeah. words. <laughs> himself, yeah. He has the best words. <laughs> he has the best the words. Best words. <laughs> <laughs> Top-notch words. Frankly, the best. <laughs> frankly. All right. So, was there anything else? Are we missing anything? I think that was it. Uh, James Weeks is awesome. You can't say that enough. James well, I think we should every Crazy. day we should do a tribute show to James Weeks. Yeah. I have a every picture day. of him in my closet. Yeah. All the right. Shrine. Thank you. Thank you, James. Burn incense. The second. I bow down. Every yes. day. Yes. This 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 show is definitely dedicated in your memory. I don't know if he's still part of the. I, I, I want to. I want a week's for Archie. Okay. They didn't actually kill him. <laughs> they didn't actually kill him. Well, yeah, but they tried to. They tried to kill his career. But yeah, weeks well, he for me. came mayor. back on the third day. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's risen higher than he ever dreamed. higher. <laughs> you right. can't kill that which is immortal. Thank you.
Tired of dealing with governments? Wish there was a better way of not getting busted committing victimless crimes? Tired of having to listen to your parole officer? Never again with the Bipcot NoGov Human License Wristband. This wristband has a NoGov patented NoGov hologram technologies that work on your aura chakras to fungus sway vibrational energy something something to woo state agents off of your trail. It's like they can't even see you. The best part is it actually works. It doesn't actually work. It's so easy to use. Just put it on your wrist or within three inches of your quantum sacred geometry spirit energy and commit all of the victimless crimes you want and totally get away with all of them. And by all, we mean none. And with the fancy Lowbirds podcast logo on the side, you'll be the life of Porkfest. And all of this could be yours for $4.99 plus $2 shipping and handling. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA, FTC, or any other three letters. This product is not intended to prevent, defend, or protect you from any legal actions from the state. This product contains chemicals known in the state of California to cause cancer and birth defects or other reproductive harm. Move to New Hampshire, Nevada, or anywhere else that isn't a shithole and you'll probably be fine. These bands are total bullshit. They don't actually work. If this needs to be said to you, you should probably drink bleach. This is just neat-looking merchandise that can start an interesting conversation with yet-to-be libertarians. Order today at Lulberts.com. Are you sick of government lackeys who say you didn't build that? Are you tired of elitists like Barack Obama and Al Gore taking credit for the web while trying to take over the web? Are you disgusted by experts whose concept of the internet is that it's a series of tubes? Take back the free market of computing by encouraging software developers to adopt the BIPCOT NoGov license. The BIPCOT NoGov license allows any use or modification except by governments. Go to BIPCOT.org. That's Bravo, India, Papa, Charlie, Oscar, Tango, dot org. For some reason in, in this country, and in a bunch of Western world, it's okay to just judge. Hey, this is Michael Dean from the Freedom Fiends Radio Show. Computer programmer Derek Slopey and I have created Fiend Phone. I'm using Fiend Phone right now to talk with and record one of my co-hosts in real time. Take it, Davi. Hey, this is Davi Barker, and I'm a thousand miles away from Michael, but we sound like we're in the same room. We sure do, Davi. So, Davi, please tell the nice people more about FiendPhone. FiendPhone is free, no-gov software that opens up a global world of possibilities for collaborative, high-quality, remote voice media production, and I'm digging it. People can try FiendPhone right now at FiendPhone.com, but we're also raising money to vastly improve FiendPhone and vastly improve independent talk media worldwide. So go to FiendPhone.com to help out. Who will build the audio roads? We will, with your help. That's FiendPhone.com, F-E-E-N-P-H-O-N-E.com, Foxtrot, Echo, Echo, November, Phone.com. FiendPhone, I never knew remote audio could be this good.